Good evening and welcome to another episode of The Vegan Hour on Tuesday, June the 25th. This is episode 12 and tonight I have Julian and Vic from Head Over Hooves. Thank you for joining me. We're going to be talking all about animals tonight and how to help them have a forever home, which is what you guys have provided. Thank you for everyone that's coming online. I can see quite a few names. popping up there already. <laughs> Some very famous vegans in that list there too, like like the very famous Shane Simpson from Vegan Frothers. Good on you, man. <laughs> First comment in straight away from Matt says, G'day, Mr. 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 Harry, Julian and Vic. I hope to visit your sanctuary one day. There's no doubt I'll fall head over hooves in love with the animals. <laughs> oh, oh, that's worse than any of the puns I'd come up with. And, and I'm wearing a head over hooves hat tonight too. So let's have a look at, um, well, first off, let's do a big shout out to my sponsors, Vegan Frothers. All their clothing is cruelty free and you will be supporting farm sanctuaries by uh, purchasing from them. So that's one of the wonderful supporters of the Vegan Hour. We also have Seth's Vegan Home Delivered Pies. Have you ever had Seth's Vegan? I haven't had the pies. No? Have you, had, you haven't had any of their stuff? I have had some of their desserts. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, good, it's good stuff, yeah. Uh, so a big shout out to Seth's Vegan and also to Simeon Natural Food Products, which you can get Australia-wide. All their products are vegan and very healthy and very tasty. Let's have a quick look at what's coming up while you guys are coming online for the next week. We've got, oh, tomorrow night, BKA Vegans Bowls Night. Have you been to BKA Vegan at Bowls? No. Oh, you, you know where you want to go after this. <laughs> it's on the list. BKA Vegan does a Bowls Night on Wednesday nights. You get bowls of food for $12 and they're doing Masaka Bowls tomorrow night. And uh, I'm not sure what the other ones are. There might be some Mexican bowls or curry bowls in there. So get on down to BKA Vegan in Burley tomorrow night for that from 5pm. On Friday there is an intimate plant-based cooking class. So if you want to cook intimate plants, <laughs> this, is, this is the class for you. Don't ask me what they are. But <laughs> that's at 6pm at Parkwood on the Gold Coast and I'll put the details of that in the comments uh, after the live stream's finished. And also on Sunday, uh, this is on the Gold Coast as well, is another health event called Two Brains and 100 trillion bugs. <laughs> I know I've got the 100 trillion bugs, but I don't have the two brains. Um, that's nutritionist Robin Tudor, who was on the show from Empower Total Health. She was on the Vegan Hour about a month ago. She is uh, holding that event from 10 a.m. Uh, at Rabina on this Sunday, June the 30th. So that's got our events out of the road. We've got some comments coming up. Um, Sarah says, Sarah says that Sarah from Sess Vegan is the best. Um, <laughs> love her creations so yum. Uh, Walter says, hello again, guys. Uh, Bruna and Walter here. I believe Walter was down at yeah. uh, Head Over Hooves on the weekend. We'll, we'll be talking about, you had a, uh, what was it? You had a, a volunteer day. Yep, we'll be talking about that. Um, amazing weekend we had at the sanctuary last weekend, he says. <laughs> yes. Lots of people have joined us there. Thank you for watching, guys. So I want to find out tonight about how you guys are helping the animals, because I, I love, in the promo video, you may have seen the promo video, I said that, you know, as a long-term vegan, and also you guys are long-term vegans as well, um, I love that we have these sanctuaries where people have actually invested an amazing amount of time, <laughs> obviously, and money and hard work and sweat and tears to give the animals a forever home. That is the most beautiful thing. And, um, you know, we have it in Australia, we have it around the world, and it's just, 
it's just something practical to help the animals and I think it's beautiful. So before we talk about Head Over Hooves, I want to find out a little bit about your vegan journey, why you became vegan and how that led you to Head Over Hooves. Um, I believe it's been, you guys have been vegan nearly as long as I have now. It's not quite, not quite true, but 2003, was it? You first yes, vegan. 2003. Yeah. So, so tell, tell our viewers a little bit about what led you to the seeing the light? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, I was um, I was a typical meat and yeah. sort of yeah. Who wasn't? Well. Who wasn't? Yeah, sadly. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I was just in a cafe and I read a read a brochure that was from was it Animals Live or yep. yeah. And this is about, Animals Live in Victoria. In Victoria. Yeah. Yes, yep. yeah. And yeah. it was a um, it was about uh, sow stalls. And I oh, immediately yeah. put down my, I think it was actually a... <laughs> yeah. Something with that. Something, like yes. Yeah. Yeah. You immediately put it down and said, that's and it. And said, that's it. And I said, wow. uh, you know, I went, went home and said, you know, we're, we're vegetarian from from now on. Victoria had already been vegetarian. Mm. Previously. Most of you. Yeah, probably for oh, maybe about seven years. You've been vegetarian for seven years before that. Wow. But you hadn't somewhere in my teens. Okay, so, but you were still having dairy. Yeah, I was still having dairy and yeah, eggs. And eggs, yeah. yeah. And a were lot you, of eggs. And a lot of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't aware of uh, the cruelty in those industries. No, sadly, I wasn't. No, I no and actually, thought of That's that's yeah. that's how those industries get away with it, mm, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if people were aware of it, they might stop and go, "What the hell am I doing mm. here?" Yeah. But that's what happened. You read. You've got a, a flash of enlightenment with that yeah. reading that brochure. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I read the brochure and then um, I'm the sort of person that likes to research things. I like that. <laughs> good, good. So I went yes. home and, yeah. and I jumped online and, and read all about vegetarianism and veganism and just went, read about the dairy and the, and the egg industry and went, after one week, I said, yeah. that's it. We're no longer okay. vegetarian. <laughs> so, I'm vegan, so. so that was, uh, let's see, 2000, what's that, 16, 16 years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2003. So was yeah. there back then, can you remember? A, a, a reasonable amount of information back then online that you could research. Oh, still, yeah, yeah? There's, there's still yeah. a fair bit around. Yeah. If you, okay, if you, okay, that's if good. You would look for it if you yes. searched hard enough. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 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 Because um, nowadays it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's so mainstream that you know I, I, I just love that that you know you'd have to be really sticking your head in the sand to avoid it, wouldn't you? Yeah, and you I'm, did have to look for it, obviously, back then. Yes, yeah, you did, that's, that's right. Yes. <laughs> and so you both went vegan at the same time, 2003. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just and just you know, we won't dwell on it too long, but just coming coming up to because we want we want to focus more on head over hooves. <laughs> but what? It, but just thinking about that, 16 years being vegan, you know, what's the um, what's your impressions of the changes you've seen in the world and in people's awareness and all that? Would you? How would you sort of describe it? Oh, I think probably the the biggest thing is um, just seeing like large companies getting on board. I think that just speaks volumes about yeah. the demand and how many people are actually interested in yeah. um, a plant based diet. That's true, isn't um, it? Yeah, yeah big companies then, don't come on board. No, unless because well, yeah, they usually do their research. Yeah. They do it because they want to make money, and they yeah. start researching, and they go, uh-huh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> here's another area, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. We've, we've always sort of joked, like, vegans will travel, you know. We used to travel all over Melbourne. Yes. If you found somewhere open, you would do that yes. hour and a half yeah. drive, that's right. and that, you didn't care. That's right. Because the food was good Actually, the other, I'm so glad. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. See, people seem to, uh, especially maybe more recent vegans, seem to 
uh, they can't understand that I'll drive to Brisbane for a meal, right? It's like, hang on a second, that's nothing! <laughs> if you're a long-term vegan, that is nothing. You'll go anywhere, you know, for a good vegan meal or something. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad that you've <laughs> experienced it. We used to do the same thing. We used to travel from Castlemaine in Victoria yeah. to Melbourne. That's right. It was yeah. like two, yeah. two and a half two hours. Wow, yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyway. but that's what you did. And you'd go to a couple of vegan places where you're in town, <laughs> make it most of it. That's, that's what, hey kiddies, that's what we used to do back in the, you know, the dark, before electricity was invented, that's what we used to do, okay? You guys have got it, we've all got it so easy now. You were like, oh, we've got to go to the next block to go to a vegan restaurant. Oh, geez, <laughs> you know, we might have to drive to the next suburb. I mean, it's, it's so yeah. tough, I mean, like, Brisbane's now got uh, 27 fully vegan places mm. that I've counted on my list, and the Gold Coast is, and, and northern New South Wales got like 20 odd or something. You know, it's yeah. just it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And before we went live, we were also talking about in, in uh, the supermarkets the changes mm. because yeah. back in the back in the days before electricity, <laughs> uh, when I, I never went to a supermarket or hardly ever went to a supermarket, I would I would hang out all the time at the health food store because yeah. that was the only place that had all the vegan stuff. Mm. Nowadays, I hardly go to the health food store. Yeah. I go to the supermarket because it's actually got all the lines that the health food store used to carry, yeah. you know? Yeah. And when a fully vegan supermarket opens, guess where I'll be going. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the Sarah says, so great to see our big chain supermarkets putting plant-based mm. options in, in catalogues now too. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, they're in catalogues. They're in, in uh, I saw actually Walter, who was at your farm, yep. posted on one of the, on the Gold Coast Vegan Forums, I think a page here, the Woolies catalogue or something, which was all plant-based uh, food. Yep. And um, also, you know, you've just got uh, like even they put big vegan signs I saw in one of the supermarkets hanging mm. in the bakery section or something. Was, yes. Yeah, so yeah. like, wow. That's yeah. right. I'm, I'm, I'm still pinching myself. I'm like, yeah. is this for real? And how big the section is now. Yeah, yeah. it's just, it's amazing. So, okay, so that's brought us up to current time. <laughs> so I just, I love, I really love you know, getting the whole, um, I could talk the whole show with with people with the long-term vegans because I really yeah. love sharing that experience oh. because it makes me feel like I'm not the only vegan in the village, no. you know, that's gone through it, well, you know. I still remember after we went vegan, Julian went down to the supermarket and he came back really proud of himself. He bought some soy cheese and we opened it up and it had lactose in it. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's yes. soy, so you yep. didn't, you yep. went, And I could <laughs> actually... We will we will get on we will get on with the main part of the show in a minute, but but I'm just bringing up memories of what how how bad the taste of some of the early soy cheeses and that were. I mean, I I actually bought them and took them home and used them as a doorstop because they weren't edible. So I used them as bookends, doorstops. I used them to you know throw at uh, throw at things. But you put, the last thing you do with a soy cheese was eat it because it was. Terrible. It was terrible. I won't mention brands. Some of them are still in business, amazingly. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> and then, and also sanitarium. We mentioned before we went yep. live, sanitarium. They had a, um, yep. I mean, the nut meat, which was yep. which was edible. It was. Yep. But they had the other stuff, nuttoline. Yes. Nuttoline. Now mm. I don't know what that was made from, but every time I opened yeah. the can and looked, at it, I just went. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Why did I buy this again? <laughs> Sorry, Sanitarium. Well, Sanitarium's been bought out by what Veggie Delights, I think it is now. Yeah, it. yeah I think that's it. But um, these, this is what us long-term vegans went through, <laughs> so that you guys tonight have got it easy. So, 
So, so you want to thank us because we had to test all of this, and somehow we survived. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, and as da Dana says, vegans a big deal these days. Okay. So what? So bringing us up to present time, you've got head over hoots, and you have given a great opportunity now to have a, like a forever home for animals that uh, have ended up in the industry and somehow uh, uh, have come out of the industry or been rescued from the industry. So I'm, gonna find, I'm really fascinated about how they get to Head Over Hoods. But first off, a little bit about Head Over Hoods. You've, you've, been, you've only set up, tell us a little bit about it, the history, how it came into being, why you chose to come here and so forth. So, yeah. um, so we moved up to the area about 12 months ago. Mm -hmm. um, actually it was Start of July. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, start of July of, yeah, last year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. To sort of start this whole thing happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's actually a group of us. There's four of us oh, involved. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. Two of um, them still actually live in Melbourne, but they right. will hopefully be moving yes. up here eventually. Okay. Um, that's really good because we've got a nice little team. We can all bounce off each other, that, bounce that's, ideas, and that support is yeah. crucial, isn't it? It is. Yes. And we've all yeah. got our strengths, yeah. whether it's in. Yeah. Animal care, land management, yes. administration, yeah. fundraising, yeah. Good, all those good. things. <laughs> good, yeah. Um, so that's been really good. Um, but I suppose from previous experience, for a few of us, um, our big goal when we started the whole thing was that we really wanted to focus on farmed animals that ended up impounded in right. local pounds. Yes. Um, and just trying to ra raise people's awareness. A lot of people aren't aware that you actually do get sheep and goats and pigs that end up at pounds. I didn't know. No. I had no idea. Everyone knows that, you know, if you want to go get a cat yeah. or dog yes. in the pound, yeah. we really want people to get to the stage where if they would like to adopt animals, that yeah. they either contact a local sanctuary or yeah. they actually contact the local council and see if they can save an animal that's, you know, so on death row. So how does a farm animal end up at the pound? What's, um, what's the process there? Oh, lots of reasons. Um, so we've got one pig at our at head of a hooves called Georgie Boy. Um, Georgie Boy. Anybody that um that came to the farm on on, on the weekend, on the weekend will yeah. have um, been charmed by Georgie Boy. Mm. He is a legend. <laughs> um, he's the best pig in the world. Yeah. Um, what makes Georgie Boy a legend? <laughs> oh he's just beautiful. He's yeah. so friendly. Great nature. Oh, he's, just, yeah. he's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but he was a typical case, somebody bought him as a miniature pig. Um, ah, which yes. they don't really exist. That's I've been told um, this. They yes. don't. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. a lot of breeders obviously trying to breed smaller pigs, but yep. yeah. you cannot get teacup pigs. Teacup pigs. <laughs> I haven't heard that expression. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, he'd been bought by somebody. They were keeping him in a residential area. Yeah. Neighbours complained. Council yep. Rangers went and they impounded him, and he went straight to the pound. Right. Um, okay. So what if you had not rescued him? Mm. What would have been his fate? Um, there can be a number of fates. I mean, some of the pounds do try, you know, they'll put them up for adoption. Okay. Um, yeah. From experience, you do yeah. get a lot of people who, you may get people who are genuine, but you also yes. do get a lot of yeah. people who don't have their best intentions yes. in mind. Yeah, that's um, really yeah. sad. And when you yeah. get an animal like Georgie Boy, you know, he he very much trusted people. He'd grown up in a house. He was oh, a of pet, course. And all yeah. of a sudden, he was in a pound oh. on his own. Doesn't it break yes. your heart? Yeah. I mean, oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. When it, the more you dwell on that, you're just mm. like, wow. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah. they can get, you know, that sort of scenario. They can get out of their property. You know, they jump oh, the fence. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's, yeah. you know, if it's cattle, farmers will generally, obviously, or people will generally pay to get them out of the pound. Right. Um, yeah. But for your yeah. goats and sheep, yeah. they often won't come forward because they have to pay a fine. To so you're saying them. if it was if it was cattle that had jumped from a farmer's property, mm. they might pay the pound to get yeah, them. Yeah, they'll normally the pay the fee to get them. Out. Okay. Yeah. But for was it sheep and and goats? Sheep and, that, and goats, they, and they, pigs. It's not worth it to them. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. Which <clears throat> and it can be not so not also just farmers. It can be you know general public. They don't want to go because they're going to get in trouble. Oh, yeah. Why did you have that animal? You what? know, you're going to get a fine. Could that happen? Yeah. They, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah. rather than face that, they just abandon the animal. Yeah. It's really really sad when you when when you realise that that's the way the world operates, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And, and you're seeing that, that animals are just a commodity. Mm, yeah, know, it's, definitely. And especially when you're talking about, you know, you've got beautiful animals and you're seeing their personality mm, and all that. And yeah. you think, imagine if that was, you know, like uh, my brother or sister or something. And they are our brothers and sisters, yeah. but our human brother or sister, you know. Definitely. And suddenly they were ripped away from their home and put in a place that they didn't know what was going on, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's, whew, you know, just thinking that's about right. it hits you in the heart. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So, so which is why I I love that there are people like yourselves <laughs> that put everything into creating this this you know haven, mm. farm haven, yeah. um, to right. you know to give them a place that they can go to where they feel safe and protected yeah. and loved and nurtured and and right. and all those things. So. Um, You've got, how big is the property? It's fairly big? Yes. Yeah. 75 acres. 75 acres, that's yeah. a decent size. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a bit of roaming in that, yeah. It's it's a little bit of roaming, yeah. Yeah, you've got flat, flat land and hills and all uh, that. It's, uh, yeah, it's probably a little bit of mixture. 80% <laughs> <laughs> You're outside Willembar, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You're in a beautiful part of the world. I haven't actually visited their property yet, mm. but I've viewed it from the air above. <laughs> Don't even ask me how that's possible. <laughs> but I have. And it did look beautiful from above. I even live streamed it from above. So. <laughs> so, okay, so um, on on the weekend you had uh, your first, what was it, first volunteer first day? First volunteer day. Okay, so yep. tell me what was in, involved um, in I was. To be honest, it was a really fantastic day. We, yeah. um, I think we had the most amazing bunch of people. I, I saw up. some good pictures of oh, that. It was, yeah. it was really good. Yeah. Um, so they came along, got a chance to meet the animals. Yeah, so um, we started just with, um, obviously, doing OH&S. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yes. The OH&S yes. field. Yeah, you have to, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then Ooh. we took everybody for a tour, since no one had been yeah. to the property. We wanted to show everyone around. Um, introduce them to the animals that they would be working for um, and um, once everyone felt comfortable with you know all the yeah. areas and all the animals um, we just did a couple of light cleaning jobs but having said that they were actually jobs they were so good to get done yes um, you appreciated having that, that help yeah because they didn't yeah. they weren't big jobs but they were jobs as I said to everyone they weren't like a sort of daily requirement job, so I probably would have taken me six months well, to get yeah, them. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Some of them were lifting things out of trailers yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. The sort of things that if you were doing it yourself would take forever yeah, to do, when you yeah. got a team of people and exactly. you get knocked over in an hour or whatever. And it was it's like, amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can see how happy The next volunteer day is tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it starts now, actually. They're not, not going to wait that long. <laughs> But, but deservedly so, because you know what you're doing there. You've created this haven, and, and you know why not 
allow the public to come in, mm. meet the animals, appreciate what you're doing, yeah. and help yeah. out a bit as well. Fan fantastic. You yeah, know. Really, um, um, so no, it was really good, and then the chef here cooked up um, <laughs> a beautiful meal for everybody. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> if I'd known that, I would have been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go forever for a good meal. <laughs> Um, yes, we cooked up a big pasta and garlic oh, bread and everything. Oh, and, fantastic. And all just sat around and got yeah. to know each other a bit. That is fantastic. That is awesome. So yeah. you've got, where, where, have you planned your next one? You got, Not yet, actually. No, okay. Um, but probably in about a month's time. Okay. Um, we've had a few more people um, emailed out volunteering. Um, so, yeah. And is it, um, are people able to stay there? Not yet. Not yet, um, yeah. But in future plans, they'll yeah. be able to do that. Okay. Yeah, that we would have be a dream. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> Dana says, um, thanks for the lovely work you do. Oh, thank you, Dana. Now, how many, tell us a bit, of, I want to hear about the animals and their stories <laughs> and how you rescued them and where yep. they, you know, some, some more in depth. So you've got, how many animals have you got there at the moment? You've got a fair few there? It's about 58. Yeah. Is it 58? I think it's actually 60 now. 60 now. Wow. We did a couple of rescues last week. Wow. I just thought about oh, that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you're talking you're talking about the, the um what was the pig's name you were talking about? Georgie Boy. Georgie Boy, Boy. okay. Yes. So Georgie Boy. How long has Georgie Boy been there? Georgie Boy's been with us about four months, I think. Yeah, five I think months. So. Four or five yeah. 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 When when somebody like Georgie Boy comes along, there's gonna be like an orientation period for, for that that yes. animal, right? Yeah. That where where they where they they've got to sort of get used to their new surrounds. Like yep. just like if you've adopted a cat or a dog or something, they're That's gonna right. be very Tender and timid, and yeah. that aren't they initially? Yeah. Does it take? Does it? I guess it varies between animals. Uh, how long it takes them, to, yeah. depending on their personality. It very much varies. Yeah. Personalities. Type of animal. Type of animal, yeah. and also their previous experiences. Yeah. Yes. That all dictates very much yes. how long that period can be. Yes. Um, and this is something that you've got um, a background in understanding and handling, mm, isn't it? Because yeah. what's your background is uh, as a vet nurse, is it? Yeah. So, what's your experience there? Can you expand um, on that? Yeah, so I used to work as just a domestic vet nurse, um, just no, normal yeah. general practice. Yes. Um, yeah. And then I did two years working um, at an emergency centre. Oh. So sort of your critical care and wow. emergency care. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is really good. Yes, yeah. Um, Would be pretty intense at times, I should imagine. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah. But um, it gives you great skills. Yes. Um, and yeah. I think also it gives you, uh, it gives you a lot of empathy, I think, especially in emergency centres. You see people, they went to work and everything was fine. They've gotten oh. home and their dog is now very much not fine. Oh, so okay. So there's that sort yeah. of wow. really yeah. high emotional. So, oof, yeah. yeah. How do you uh, how do you deal with that on a personal level? You know, if like, is it? Uh, do you have to sort of take time away from it, sort of just you know, make sure that you're getting the right personal care, sort of thing? Well, you do. Burnout is very high. Yes. In vet nursing, it's very oh, very high. I can um, imagine. It's yeah. sort of emotional yeah. fatigue and everything. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But you're but you're also balancing that with a great reward, personal reward yeah. of helping people, helping animals, mm. and just you know that's that's f fulfillment there. Yeah. For service. And you're also very busy, so oh really? You, yeah. you know, the emergency yeah. centres, you're very much yeah. under the pump. So um, I can imagine you yeah. sort of just yeah, <laughs> you're just trying to save the animals, really. Yeah, <laughs> that's really yeah, and that's and that's 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 yeah. it. That's it in a nutshell. You're trying to yes. save the animals, and yeah. that's what you're doing now with Head Over Hoop. Yeah. How did you come up with the name? <laughs> um, it was actually Kerry. Kerry yeah. came up with the name. Yeah. She bounced it off me very tentatively because we're all trying to bounce. It was so hard. 
Yeah. You'd come up with yeah. his name and go, I've got it. Yeah, and then, and you then you'd Google it and go, Somebody's oh, done it. Yeah. That's yeah. why I knew that name. Actually, you know, that's it. <laughs> it's occurred to me that that's a good problem. It is. That there are so many places point, that have yeah. come up with, there are so many places that, that a lot of the names are already taken. Yeah. Fantastic to all the animal sanctuaries yes. and, and yeah. rescues and all that out there. That's, that's a, that, you know. All around yeah. the world, it's just mm. you know, there's some there's some really well-known ones um, that, that pop up from overseas as well that, mm. that I hear none of which I can think of now. Uh, but, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but anyway, that's not that that's relevant. Uh, and I, I want to say thank you to everyone that's watching too, because I see a lot of people have um, joined us tonight, which is very very nice of you. Thank you. Hope you're enjoying this information. Um, <laughs> If people want to uh, find out more about Head Over Hooves, I mean, I've tagged Head Over Hooves in the title of this live stream, but um, they can always message you for further details and that, can't you? How can they support you? Um, there's lots of ways to get involved in what we're doing. Um, obviously, volunteering is a great way to get involved. Yep. Um, and we're really hoping that we can engage the local community and really you know, yep. become a part of the community. Now. That community spirit also mm. applies with the different um, farm sanctuaries mm. because you actually, rather than compete with each other, have a nice cohesion. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's how, I, I love it. That's the way it should be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It really is. Because it, it's not a competition. It's it's you're all on the same team. Mm. Uh, yeah, trying everyone to... has the same goal. Yeah, exactly. Right. Helping the animals. Yeah. yeah no, so the, I love that. The other sanctuaries have been incredibly welcoming. That is that is awesome. So yeah. again, a big shout out to the other sanctuaries yeah. for just Thank having you. having the right spirit. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. and, and not seeing you as competition. It's yeah. like no, 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 no. They're trying to. They're taking a bit of the load off us. They're helping. You know, it's like yeah. it's like they've suddenly you're like an extension. Mm, exactly. Excuse me. It's been good. That's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's been very good. <laughs> so, Julian, you have uh, a passion of um, what do you call it? Land management, is it? Is it? Yeah, land pasture management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, and you use this this passion and this knowledge to help create head over hooves. Yeah, I think so it's um, to sort of do it? the practical groundwork yeah, on it. That's it. The, yeah. the, the dirty work. Um, <laughs> the dirty work. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, hasn't Someone's it? <laughs> So what did you have to actually do? I mean, you, you got the property and then you had to, what, fence it? And or what, what was yeah, the, what's involved? And... The fencing was was probably, you'd say it was minimal, I suppose, when we got on there. So it already was, it was fenced? It was, it, yeah. was, um, it was fenced, you know, to a basic extent, um, yeah. just yeah. for, for uh, previous sort of cattle adjustment, sort of usage, right. so a lot of, yeah. lot of barbed wire, uh, four, four yeah. five strand barbed wire, yeah. um, which was, you know, needed to be either removed or yes. upgraded, yes. Uh, so that it could we could hold in the um, sheep and, and the smaller animals. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you have to have so barbed wire is 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 what um, going to be dangerous for them, or is that the re reason why you remove it? Or largely, it's um, it's, it's dangerous for for wildlife. Um, so it can be yeah. dangerous for yeah for your, your little. Kangaroos and yeah. all these. You've got, you've got some on the property? Oh, oh we have heaps. Yeah. Heaps of wallabies. Yeah. Oh, heaps of wallabies. Oh, heaps of wallabies. Yeah. Heaps yeah. of wallabies. Heaps 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 of so they're just the wallabies on the property. They're just hopping around free. Mm, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they just can't get into the into the paddocks that have been meshed in for the sheep and the goats right. and the pigs. Yeah. 
Um, so we've sort of sectioned off maybe 20% of the property for, for those particular animals. Okay. Um, and that was, okay. yeah. that was a, yeah. a big job in itself <laughs> just to get that, the wire mesh and get that up to scratch so that you can... I mean, you know, so to an outsider you just go, that's a fence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, there's a lot more involved than that, you know. So even just what seems like the basics, you know, has a lot involved. Yeah. yeah. I can appreciate that even without knowing the, you know, what's involved. Yeah. <laughs> I can go next week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, apparently. <laughs> so, do you have to keep the different species of animals separate? Do you have to keep the, the goats and the sheep and the and and the generally? Um, yeah, generally, we we do mm. um, because they tend to graze the pastures differently. Differently, uh, right? So, okay. in terms of yeah. rotating the animals yes. through the pastures, uh, yes. you, know, you graze them differently at different okay. times. Mm, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. Pigs, yeah. Uh, you know, they they just have a great time in the paddock and yeah. they'll just <laughs> tear it to pieces. <laughs> so, a pig paddock. Um, a pig paddock's amazing. They just moved fabulous. in last week. It is good. And Julian pig. spent about a month building the most amazing pig bedroom for them. Oh, wow. It's a pig bedroom. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'm sure there's, if there's any teenagers watching, that's probably how your bedroom yeah. is. <laughs> They're very clean, though. Yes. Unlike yes. teenagers. Very yeah. clean. And intelligent. Very intelligent. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the other thing that's really, when, you, you know, when we're talking about animals and how we treat them, generally speaking, how mankind treats animals, it's even more disheartening when you realise mm. that they are intelligent. Yeah. And they do have, you know, um, feelings and, and 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 emotions and understandings of what's going on. Yeah. And then if, when you watch any of the footage of, of what's happening to, you know, farmed animals and that, and mm -hmm. it's just, you know, it's, I, I can't watch much of it because I just think, I wow, no, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's yeah, it really hits you, doesn't mm, it? You know? yeah. And in fact, that was brought home just on a slightly different level with something I watched a couple of days ago about the intelligence of chimpanzees. Mm -hmm. And that their short-term memory, I actually shared it I think yesterday or the day before, that their short-term memory is better than humans. And it was really impressive to see yeah. how they could retain numbers on a screen and work out where the positions of them were, mm -hmm. and we couldn't. And I was just like, and you know, that brought home for me again this thing of how, how we mistreat animals mm. When they, are, when they are showing that they are actually more intelligent than us yeah. in, in different areas. Yeah, there are yeah. birds that have incredible memories. Mm. Pigs have incredible memories yeah. as well. Um, you could go through all the different animals and their abilities chickens. to solve. Chickens? Chickens have yeah. incredible memories. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant And what about solving. their ability problem solving? It's right. fantastic, isn't it? It is. They can work out how to open gates and yeah. things yeah. like this, you know, how to get to food, yeah. different. They come up with tools, they put them in their beaks. Yeah. And, yeah. Just and like, recognizing yeah. people's faces, like, it's, they're incredible. And here is mankind, generally speaking, that yeah. treats them like they're garbage you know yeah. it's just it's it's a it's a terrible reflection on you know the the general population's attitude yeah. you know um yeah. the only good to come out of it is that is the change you know the way that yeah. the change has occurred and, and as long-term vegans you know the massive Massive difference change. that we've seen yeah. you know maybe for people that have become vegan just recently it's not as noticeable but you yeah. know but if you're long term it's like wow well long term you remember going to cafes and you oh. wouldn't even bother asking if it was yeah. vegan because yeah it because was no point exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i take it a step back i never went i never went in the first place no, i never no. went anywhere no that's right <laughs> that wasn't at the very least 
uh, vegetarian, and that which meant there was just about nowhere that I went in any case. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because again, it was like, what was the point? I was just going to get a salad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say I was going to get disappointed because I, if I went somewhere and asked, I was yeah. just going to get disappointed. Yeah. So. Um, but so you develop strategies as a long-term vegan. We're back to talking about long-term vegan. <laughs> but you would develop strategies. You'd go on a picnic and you'd take your own fruit and veg and sandwiches and whatever, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. See, we're on, geez, we're talking on the same page here. I love it. <laughs> but that's what you would do because yeah. it's like, okay, we know that we're right then. Yeah. So now it's it's different. So it's it's an, it's nice though to be able to sort of talk about how it's changed mm. in the different areas. It's changed in, in the way that we view animals, the, mm. the way... Uh, more generally, society has an awareness in, yeah. in, in um, our responsibility towards animals that they are one of us. Yes. You know, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. And how, as we were saying, how business has embraced the veganism is just you know such a big mm. understanding now and such a big movement that business has embraced it. Yeah. You know, and and how available it is now all the vegan options and and all the fully vegan places. You know? yeah. So it's really amazing. So um, getting back to the animals. Mm. So tell us about some of the other animals um, there. So some of the animals we've got. Um, so on the property we've got uh, two ponies. Oh, um, beautiful. We've got a little miniature Shetland pony called Francis. Francis is a nice um, name. Yes. yes. And then we've got Forrest. Forrest. Yes. Good name. He's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Not, um, not, not, no surname like Gump. He does actually have Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does he like chocolate? <laughs> probably. Yeah. Give it him the option. But probably. Yeah. Um, so how did that, let's with Forrest and mm. and what was the Francis? other Francis two Fs Forrest mm. and Francis. How did they come uh, into your? Um. So Forrest we actually had before we moved up. So okay. He was actually our pony that we brought up with. Nice. Um, and yeah. Francis, she was again a bit of a stereotype. Yeah. Um, she's a miniature Shetland. She was a very loved family member, yeah, um, yeah. and her family that used to ride her obviously grew up. They were children, yeah. and as they grew up, Frances was too small to ride. So oh, really? She wasn't. Oh, sort of ironic, the difference between the pigs that end up too big yeah. and the Shetland ponies that are too small. That's right, but they still end up in the same scenario. So people go, well, Frances ended up in the pound? Um, Frances, no. actually, she was left behind on a property, yeah. So, um, again, same sort of scenario. Again, yeah. how can anyone do this? Mm, yeah. I mean, really, you know, it's, where is people's hearts? Mm. You know, yeah. it's just, yeah. Um, Although, she... not knowing the whole story, I just had a, a second thought there that maybe the people that left them behind also felt they had no other choice. Mm. And maybe they they also felt distraught having to do it. I mean, awesome. I, I, I don't know. I, I would think in that situation you'd try and find a way, wouldn't you, to mm. to do something? Yeah. You don't just leave an animal behind, no. left to its own defences. That's right. You know, yeah. it's just you know. Yeah. But that's. But it is. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. So um, um. Yeah. So other animals we've got is um. I suppose the animal we should talk about is the one. Featured on oh, our logo, on logo. Yes. Um, and Julian can tell his story. <laughs> I'm going to get close enough to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the anyway. It's on the logo on your on your uh, Facebook page and your Instagram page. Yes, yes. our little ambassador. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's little Jimmy. Can we see on this camera? Yeah, you can. I can't even get it close enough to the camera. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> little little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. So, so when I was uh, when I was actually driving up in July last year, yeah. I had the uh, the, the four-wheel drive with the, the trailer on the back that we'd specially got 
for miles because we've got an epileptic sheep. Mm. Epileptic sheep? An epileptic sheep. Yeah. Wow. So okay. He, he needs wow. to be medicated. Yes. On the dot, morning and night. Morning and night, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I sort of got, yeah. got loaded up with all the medications and I had to make sure that I stopped and, and medicated him at the, at the right times. And he yeah. had a special bedroom in the back of the trailer <laughs> full, of, full of grass hay and <laughs> this is he was, he the was best look after sheep. Yeah. <laughs> he was so excited. Yeah, going on the journey. And... He just was surrounded by food because we put grass hay bales around in case yeah. he did have a seizure. Oh, you know, yeah. yes, of course, him. yeah, to protect him, okay. yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And he thought it was fantastic. Yeah. He popped in and just went, I'm surrounded by food. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, he was fine. I love it. <laughs> Every time I opened the back of the trailer, he was just relaxed, <laughs> chewing away. He was yeah. more relaxed than you were driving. Oh, yeah. Much more. <laughs> yeah. So I had him in, in the back and then I had um, a, a little uh, dog that we just adopted mm -hmm. um, a week. No, it was only it was two, two days. days. Two days prior. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a little Izzy, our, our husky cross Kelpie, probably more husky than from Kelpin, um, she's, she's a firecracker, and, um, and then I had a um, couple of our, our cats mm -hmm. and some chickens, so it was a very full yeah, mm. what all in the same entourage. trailer or yeah, trailer and in the in the back of the yeah sort of, yeah yeah so it was all loaded up and then as I was driving through a regional area of uh, New South Wales yeah. Um, I was wondering if cars ahead of me, a couple hundred metres, were all swerving and slowing down mm. around something. And um, it was getting towards the end of the day, it was starting to get, get close to dark. Yeah. And sure enough, there's a little lamb, probably one or two oh. days old, running up the middle of the highway. You're kidding, running up the middle of the yeah. highway. Yeah, yeah. So Jeez. right you know, right on the double lines, just, wow. just running. And of course, um, you know, I apologised to Miles and yeah. and stomped on the brakes. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I just uh, just quickly jumped out and, and scooped him up. That yeah. was fortuitous, wasn't it? It was amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. It was, wow. There was a lot of traffic, a lot yeah. of trucks wow. going through there at the time. And you were going through with it. Wow. And I just thought, you know, this is this is a little how, bit of fate. Yeah. How would a yeah. a one or two day Old sheep end up, yeah. or lamb end up in the middle. Well, so there was no fence. It was either oh, that or, or he's come off a truck. Or he's come, come off a truck, yeah. Which yeah. is again a fate, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to think about. Yeah, because mm -hmm. um, there were no no farmhouses in sight, no other, no sheep in any yeah. paddock. Mm. Okay. Yeah, for each. Yeah. You know, wow. And, and he was he is it he or a sheep? So he, he was probably yeah. terrified. You know, he, he was screaming out. And really, he was. Wow. He was a destroyer. I mean, didn't, didn't know where his mother was or anything. Oh, and just yeah. wow. So I sort of so, had to yeah. Yeah, quick, quickly pick him up before the yeah. next because yes. there were just trucks coming, you know, wow. 100 meters away. So wow. I had to dart out and grab him. And then Jeez. I thought, um, yes, this, this is going to be an interesting trip. I've yeah. this little one day old. So I called uh, yeah. called Victoria. Help. <laughs> 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 I was back in Victoria. Yeah, Victoria was in Victoria. Was Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. And she jumped on the phone to mm. the next town, which was Dubbo, yep. and called around all the local vets. And of course, it was after yep. after hours, so yeah. friendly. We tried to get onto a vet so that we could get hold of some um, some formula. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, and luckily, we had a really lovely vet. I forget, so nice. forget her name, but um, she was really nice. And so she met me after hours. And sold me some formula, and then I scooted off to the um, to the supermarket and got some bottles and teats, 
nappies. Wow. And um, you are you are a godsend. Luckily, Izzy, our little our little dog, just sort of thought she was a, her baby, and started sort of licking him. And yeah. really, yeah. So it was yeah. I had Izzy with her with her seatbelt on, sitting in the front seat, and then little Jimmy sitting with her, and she's just you know, snuggled up next to him. I just want to say, I just want to take a moment to say, this. <laughs> is a true man, right? <laughs> this is what a true man. Forget these whackers that are around barbecues eating animals. This is a man. This is what a man does. Man, I'm I'm impressed. I'm damn impressed. <laughs> uh, you got a good one here, Vic. I do. <laughs> you do. You got a good one. Yeah. It's, uh, that is fantastic. So, um, what did you name the land? So we named him Little Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy. Yeah. He's named after a very close friend. Yeah. Who, um, and how old's yeah. Little Jimmy now? Little Jimmy. So he, he will be one on. Oh. Yeah. Because it was July last year. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He'll be one. Yeah. Party. Party. That's right. And he's settled into the. Oh, yeah. He's, Amazing. He's a star. That is one of the best mm. stories. <laughs> That was just, I hope, I mean, I, 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 Monika said, um, uh, God bless poor baby, true hero, real man. Uh, and even I love coffee table vegan discussions. <laughs> that was one of the best stories. Wow. Yeah. So I love that. That is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the, the fate in that. Wow. Yeah, just, that is incredible. It was amazing, yeah. yeah. So now he's he now has his own special shelter with yeah. with Miles, the mm -hmm. epileptic sheep. Yeah. And then we uh, we ended up getting Sophia. Yeah. Um, she came through she the came pound. Through pound. She came so, the pound. So they were sort of the same yeah. same age. Oh. Oh. So beautifully, it's yeah. the timing was, was lovely. And they've taken to each other. Oh, yeah, they're, they're like they're inseparable. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's why I had to build a separate shelter area yeah. for them yeah so yeah. they can be locked yeah. away in their own little bedroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wow that is fantastic yeah. so uh milsey is it the sheep miles miles, miles sorry yeah. miles miles the epileptic sheep um how long have you had miles or what yeah so miles was our sheep before yeah. we even started so um we got him on our property in victoria so was he epileptic from when you got him yeah pretty yes much. And, and was he, when you uh, first got him, uh, was he, did you have the treatment for him then? No. So no, you had was, to... Yeah. He was undiagnosed. Yeah. Oh, okay. He was yeah. undiagnosed. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Adopted him. Yeah. yeah. Was it difficult to get... Oh. It was... Yes. Now, re I'm asking these questions for a reason because I have experience with this and I'm going to mention it in a minute. Okay. But, um, so it was difficult to get a vet or whatever to work out the treatment needed? Yes. Yes. It was yeah. a nightmare. Yes. Um, and yeah. it was really hard, especially because I knew it was epilepsy yes. from my vet yeah. nursing. I was watching you, him. Yes. And I mean, he would go into clusters. Miles on a bad day would have a grand mal seizure every hour on the hour. That's um, intense. We just have to actually sedate him on those days. He wow, just get value that's intense. And you yeah. just have to sedate would, him. Would he, uh, when he went into the, into the seizures, would he... Um, accidentally injure himself? He could, yeah. Yeah. So he yeah. used to, you could spot it from a mile away. We could yeah. both see. But with the eyes, start to eyes start to stargaze, roll back a bit, whatever, yeah. yeah all and that. he'd stargaze yeah. and yeah. pin his ears back. And yeah. get, you could see even yeah. an hour before he'd get really sound sensitive. Ah, yeah. um, sound sensitive, really that's interesting. Sounds. Yeah. And, and so then, when he had a seizure, did he did he lock his muscles up in his legs? Did he go really, really? spinning. Um, so he'd spin around in circles, and that's when he'd hurt himself. 
Wow, yeah. So you'd see him go and wow. you'd have to run out and just hold him. Yeah, so hold him, yeah. Wow. Well, um, that's incredible. But, um, Sometimes but being the, other, the other animals that actually told us that he was going the, to a seizure. The first seizure, yeah. yeah. The first the, seizure, it was Tinkerbell. The other animals what, were aware of it? Well, I was in the kitchen yeah. and I could just hear Tinkerbell. She was just calling out and calling out. And I just She's looked out. Yeah. She's another sheep, right? Yeah. I looked out yeah. the kitchen window. So Tinkerbell was, was outside going, Beck! Hey, yeah. Beck! Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I looked out yeah. and Miles was spinning around in circles. Wow. Yeah. And you wondered what the hell was going on? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, and then an hour later he went again. An hour later he went again. Mm. Yeah. Um, if if that's yeah. um, undiagnosed and untreated, mm. uh, an animal with that condition would probably have a short life. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So he does yeah. have brain damage because it yes. took so long to get him right under to get the seizures under control. Yes. Um, we tried lots of different medications when I finally found a vet that was happy to work with him. Yes. Um, we tried him on all your standard. Um, things and yeah. it took about two years really to get yeah. him actually under wow. control. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's Dutchwood been brilliant for the last two years. Did he? Um, how did he come to you? Did he come through a pound or all that? Or no, that? so we adopted him from yeah. another sanctuary. Okay, yeah. right. When we yeah. first got our yeah. three acres, we yeah. Um, yeah. we decided we wanted to adopt some farm animals, and yeah. that's how we okay. got him. Okay, yeah. there's a f um, a few comments here. I'm got because I'll, I'll just read these comments and I'll. Okay. Get back to it. Um, Monika says, guys, spread the faith. We love you. The UK is a horrid place for animals. Cheddar cheese, Cumberland sausages, steakhouse. This is called British food culture, yeah. And what about they have that awful um, dessert thing they call the black pudding or something oh, in, in, yeah. in, in the UK. Oh. Um, the horror that this poor baby must have gone through. Strength and courage, all very good comments coming there from Monika. And I'm assuming that uh, you're watching from the UK. Um, my family had an epileptic dog, no. epileptic Labrador. Yep. So I grew up with uh, this uh, like quite uh, intensive experience of what epilepsy was like in an animal, yep. Yep. which amazingly went uh, not undiagnosed but untreated because whenever the, uh, our dog had this epileptic fit, he'd, he'd be frothing the mouth, the eyes would roll back. The legs would go really stiff and yeah. we'd take four of us, the whole family, just to mm. hang on to him yeah. until he came out of it naturally. Yeah. But um, it took years and years and years and years and years before we mm. actually were able to get him to the local vet during a seizure. Yes. So that because the vet said if you can get him here whilst he's having the seizure, I can work out the medication to give him. Because we're talking 20, 30, we're talking 30 years ago probably. Yeah. Anyway. So it's probably improved you know, yeah. in, in what they can do now. Mm. Um, so what happened after that, of course, was we then had medication. Yes. So it was just, as he started to go into a seizure, yeah. tablet down the throat, Yeah. and about 30 seconds, real fast, 30 yeah. seconds right. later, a minute later, you just like, limp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. And then yeah. he come out of it, he's like, oh, okay, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. So and he lived to like sixteen or something. Yeah. So he had a he had a long life. That's it was good. an amazing, amazing dog. So yeah. so yeah, it's like, you know, when you don't often hear hear of it, or I don't often no. hear of it, but when somebody brings up epilepsy I say, Yeah, I have a I've, I've experienced it and it's yeah, yeah it's really um it's so Monika says three acres of love. <laughs> yeah, well now you have seventy five <laughs> acres of love. That's, That's really, true. really <laughs> so obviously with seventy five acres of love you don't have to it because you've got the animals there to do it for you. 
Oh, no? You still have to buy. Yeah, no, you still, yeah. yeah you have to get on the right grass up here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're in one of the most beautiful, northern New South Wales is one of the luscious areas in Australia. It's a beautiful green area, has great rainfall, has amazing soil. Yeah. Um, it's just super lush and um, doesn't even get as cold as Victoria, either, does no. it? No. Despite oh, what I was saying today. Yeah, you're thinking it's cold because you've been here for, what, a year or whatever. But, <laughs> but um, so you've got beautiful, beautiful area there. We're very lucky. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Very, very, very fortunate. Yeah. Um, so, what, what other animals, obviously we've got about 10 minutes left, so what other animals are, are, have really touched your hearts and that, um, there that have really sort of... You've... Oh, well, the other one that would, was sort of the start-up was actually Henry. Henry. So we've got another pig called yes. Henry Wadsworth Henry. Longfellow. <laughs> that is his correct <coughs> title. I love it. Um, and Henry, so he was also from the pound. Yeah. And yeah. we heard about Henry before we had anything set up, basically. Yeah. And yeah, um, right. I basically called Bill in and said, Henry's coming home. And you need to build something that's yeah. going to keep him safe at night. And... Yeah. An area to keep him safe during the day. And you have 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I love how your teamwork works. It's, it's great. You give him the instructions and he does it. Like I said earlier, this is a real man. He knows how to take instruction and he does it, man. You, you can, I'm voting for you for the next, for the next um, president of America, I think. Because cause you can show them how to do things. <laughs> but see, you said an interesting thing there, um, keeping the pig safe. Mm, yes. Mm. So, so what safe from what sort of predators? So obviously in northern New South Wales mm. we've got wild dogs. Um oh. our property goes onto the border ranges. Yes. Yes. So, so there are wild dogs what going through the border ranges yeah. area. Really? Yeah, through yeah. The whole, okay. Through the whole area. Whole, yeah, okay. right down to the um northeast of Victoria really. Oh, wow. Yeah. What about uh, feral cats maybe as well? Not that they would be No. No. Yeah. You'll get so much when you have no, what, what about uh, other sort of animals like snakes or? Well, snakes are, so at Head Over Hooves, everybody gets locked away at night. So right. everyone has a safe. Yep. So all the sheep come in, all the goats come yep. in. Great. Um, the ponies come up to a safe yard, which is actually around our house. So, so what prevents, segment. say, snakes getting into their stables or the. So snakes, we. we we're very lucky where yeah, we are. We yeah. haven't had any venomous snakes. Okay. Just yeah. got a lot of pythons and yes. tree snakes and such. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the birds get locked away in snake-proof, python-proof yeah. enclosures. Because you've well. got birds here as well, haven't you? Yes. We haven't even talked about the birds. So we've got chickens, you've got chickens, roosters, roosters um, yeah. ducks, guinea fowl. Oh wow! Yeah. Guinea guinea fowl. They love to. Um, oh, they love. They, they love to. Um, well, for me, they mm. love to bite, nip at my ankles. Yeah. Ours are nice, don't worry. <laughs> they're all gentlemen. We've got 12 boys and they're all gentlemen. Oh, that's yeah. good. It's fantastic. They also came from the pound. Did they? Yeah, they were impounded because they were wandering around the streets, so rangers went out and caught them all. And Amazing. Mm. So they all ended up at the pound. <laughs> so you've got quite a collection there. There really is yeah. quite a wide, wide variety yeah. there, yeah. So that was a huge part of the infrastructure because when we moved up, we had to make safe areas. So day paddocks were safe. Yes, so day paddocks. had dog mesh, everything. Yes. Um, what about foxes? Yeah. We don't tend to get foxes no. there again okay. because of the dogs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so the wild dogs keep the foxes? Or you yeah, mean the dogs on, on your property? 
Have you got dogs on your bed? Oh, we've got our two dogs. You've got your two dogs, yeah. Yeah. Friendly, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the wild dogs, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, So that was a huge part of the infrastructure and building all the shelters. So Jillian's built a lot of stables. So what about also some of the the little creatures like ticks and and things like that? Is that that an issue with 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 a property like yours? That's an issue with all of the animals. So part of our animal care is everybody on the property gets a full body tick check every three days. Wow. Once a week. Wow. Um, We round up all the different groups. Horses every day get a new tick check. Um, there's a lot, season, there's a lot of all, work involved. Yeah, in tick season they all wear tick collars um, and when yeah. they get their check they also get a full spray down with pomoxin just to make sure that they're not yep. going yeah. to attach themselves to Wow. Yeah. There's, there's a, I'm starting to gain an appreciation of how much more involved there is than I thought there was in the first place. I thought it was just yeah. the occasional fence being built and then, no. then mock the animals up at night. No, that's, that's all that. Wow. You, know, you get sick animals and you've got your, just, you know, all your hoof trimming and all your worm treatments yes. and yeah. all that sort of thing. Wow. So that's, that's, I mean, obviously from a financial point of view, mm. there's a lot of costs yeah, involved. There are a lot yeah. of costs involved. So yeah. if people um, want to help with that, help mm. the animals, they can yeah. help financially? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. they can do that at our webpage. Yeah. Um, so if you had to... Which I'll type them, because uh, you've got a website as we well. Have a website, Let me yes. type that one in. I can do yeah. that while we're so live. That's headofahooves.org. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's lots of ways to get involved, whether it's volunteering. See if I'm typing in right, see if I'm any good at this. It'll come up in a second. Um, nice. Yeah, it should bring up its, its little picture in a minute. Or not. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay. So in terms of donating, there's different ways as well. We do have some beautiful animals that are available for sponsorship, so people can actually sponsor them. And Georgie Boy is one of them. Excellent. That's good. And yeah. Jimmy is as well. So Jimmy's Excellent. Them. And then we've and, got little Matilda. And, and the sponsorship is like a month, ongoing monthly sort yes, of thing yeah. or whatever. And it's whatever yeah. people feel comfortable. Okay. Um, That's yeah. great. So, so, see, I love that, you know, you're doing the hard work. Mm-hmm. And then people that you know are, don't have the time or don't, are mm-hmm. in the position to be able to do it can also contribute. They can be part yeah. of it by yeah. by you know just putting a little bit of money towards it to help Absolutely. you guys. You know, so that um, way everyone's got their little place where they fit in in helping mm-hmm. the animals because yeah. that, that's the yeah. ultimate thing is to help the animals. Another um, great way people can help is or help any of their sanctuaries is um adopting. That's right. That's brilliant okay. Way to tell us. Help so tell, yeah, tell us about that. Um, so obviously, a big part of ours is also trying to be able to adopt animals that we rescue. The more yeah. we adopt, the more we can continue to rescue. Good. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, everybody yeah. has, you know, can get to capacity, and obviously, we really don't want to get to capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, people that have always had that dream of getting those three acres, um, you know, we really encourage them to do that. Um, so if somebody's got, if you've got three acres of love, and you, <laughs> two acres of love, <laughs> and you want, and you want uh, to have maybe a pig on there, or yeah, um, a couple of animals. I, I speak to lots of people from the city, and they talk about moving out to the country. Yeah, but yeah. they're scared, and they go, "Oh, but yeah. I'm a city person," and it's exactly what we were. We had yeah. no idea what we were doing. Yeah, um, it's amazing our animals survived. But um, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> no, when we first got them, because we sort of, you know, you go to your local feed store and they yeah. give you all this advice, but it's all for 
you know, they're uh, not thinking about pet animals. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. you're following this advice and um, yeah. a big part of what we want to be able to do is actually support people through that journey of actually Excellent. adopting animals, transitioning. We're really there to actually Okay, help so if somebody them. if somebody wants to adopt an animal, yeah. they can contact you through your website or through Absolutely. your um, through your Facebook page. Yeah. And then um, you know, just take it from there. Yeah, basically. That's yeah. right. And we can help them with you know setting up, you know, advising them, setting up infrastructure. What animals are suitable? Excellent. How many animals? That's Excellent. another big and, thing. And obviously, there will be a process to to vet them as well Excellent. to make sure that the yeah. animal is yeah. going to a good home. Obviously, Absolutely. you know, and um, and that they're capable of looking after. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 But so. a lot of people are scared to take that step. Yeah, well, that's understandable. Um, and yes. Yeah. yeah. That's understandable. Maybe I should get a goat for where I live because <laughs> my property, my property is like slope like this. Yes. You know, it's like, as long as you've got goats that have two legs that are about a foot shorter than the other two, you know, you can. <laughs> it's a very nimble. Yeah. It's very yeah. nimble. Yeah, I've seen them standing on some pretty ridiculous. Uh, yes. Cliffs. So, um, Monika says, uh, do you have a series of these vegan discussions? And I, and I guess you're referring to this, the vegan hour. And yes, this is actually our fourth year of the vegan hour. And um, all of the previous episodes are on YouTube. And this one will be on YouTube in about a day's time as well. So um, you'll be able to find it on my YouTube channel. So <laughs> yes. So yes, I do have a series of them. Every two weeks, actually, every fortnight, we, uh, I interview different vegan people that are doing wonderful things in <laughs> the world to help animals, as these guys are. And actually, looking at the time, mm. we're coming up close to the end of an hour, and we've had a lovely discussion yeah. tonight, and I've gained such an appreciation for what you guys are doing, because I never really, you know, I only, I, I just didn't know. Thank you. It's amazing. Some things Harry doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> most things. And um, so I've really gained an appreciation. I love what you're doing for the animals. I love that you've that you've been on this vegan journey for quite a while, and, and you've seen the changes, you know, and, and you've set up this beautiful property, and that you're willing to adopt out, and and you know, sort of continue a beautiful cycle of other people helping animals as well. And I really implore people watching uh, as well to help if you can financially or volunteer. Come down, see the property, volunteer. Um, it's rumoured I'll be there one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, help the, help the people that have, have really put, you know, the effort in to help the animals, which you guys have. So, um, and also, uh, just one final thing there too, that um, I believe my sponsors, Vegan Frothers, have reached out to help you a little mm. bit as well. Yes. Um, nothing official yet. But, um, but I just want to do a big shout out again to Vegan Frothers because they've actually um, uh, offered to help with some uh, food and, yeah. and um, I think that's very, very generous. They've made a very generous offer towards you guys. So, that's, so thank you Vegan thank Frothers you. because that's, that's really wonderful. Um, so I want to thank you guys thank so you much. I've got to give you a handshake because I can't reach out to give you a hug. <laughs> But I want to thank you guys so much for making the effort to come up here tonight to be on the vegan hour. And uh, anyone watching the live stream, you can uh, you know you can make comments after the live stream is finished. You can uh, also contact Julian and Vic directly at any time and find out more information about the next volunteer yep. day, which I'll be posting on my page. And uh, also, as I mentioned a minute ago, this episode will be on YouTube within a day or two. So. So, before we close off for tonight at 8.30, let's have a look at what's coming up in two weeks' time for episode 13 on um, 
Tuesday the 25th, no, that can't be right, it's not Tuesday 25th of June, tonight's Tuesday the 25th of June. Okay, whatever the date is in two weeks' time, it's July something or other. Um, actually, hang on a second, I do have it written down here so that I know what I'm talking about. On Tuesday, July the 9th, <laughs> I'm talking to a Gold Coast vegan doctor, Dr. Andrew Little, and there's not too many vegan doctors on the Gold Coast, so this guy is very switched on. I'm very, very uh, keen to find out more from him. So that'll so join us for on Tuesday, July the 9th for that. Thank you, everyone that's been watching. Thanks for all your comments. Uh, please share the live stream and also the YouTube video when it comes out. Live vegan and save lives, guys. And uh, the Vegan Hour will be back in two weeks' time. And thank you very much. Thank you. Good night, everyone.